So starting with Hashem on Daf Ayin Tess, we're right in the middle of the story over here. So we started, um, the, the Mishnah brought down Mamzerim and Asinim, Asurim Isuran Isra'ilam. And we're going to try to figure out exactly um, what the Isra is from the Nasinim. We'll see that maybe at the end of the Sugi. But for right now, um, the Nasinim and his Rashi started saying that the Givonim Shen is Gairu Ba'arama B'mei Yeshua, that they came in the times of Yeshua. So really they were part of the Zion Amim and they would have been uh, within the uh, Gzera of, of the fact that they had to kill they had to kill all the people in the Zion Amim. And they disguised themselves, they came to Yeshua, they, they, they said they had some information, and ultimately it turned out that they were liars. Um, but since Yeshua guaranteed and, and put them through Gerus on that Tanai, so he didn't want to undo the, undo the Gerus, so Yeshua made them into, um, uh, and as Rashi says, so Yeshua made them into Gerus. Now here we're saying that David was Gezer on them, which tomorrow we'll get to in a moment here, asking, well, it really was David, it was Yeshua, we'll see, it was Moshe, so we have to answer that, but we're trying to figure out, like, what happened, so the story started, the story started as we started yesterday, I'll just uh, paraphrase it, and then we'll, we'll move into the, um, move into the Gemara, back onto Ayin Tesem and Aleph, so there was, at some point in David's reign, probably towards the end of his reign, based on the timing from Shul, but some point in David's reign, there was a uh, a, a rub, there was a famine, and the first thing he tried to do was see, okay, well, maybe there's something wrong. Maybe there's a Vedazara that causes uh, a rub, you know, that causes no rains. Maybe there is a Vedazara, a Rias, that can cause it. Or maybe, or maybe there are people who place gets stuck in And, okay, after, so the, that was what he was thinking the first three years. Then he went and he asked the Urm Batumim, and the Urm Batumim um, kind of gave him the reason. Okay, and it said El Shol, El Shol. The reason is El Shol, El Shol Shol Nispet Kalacha El Beis Adamim Asher Hemes Hagivaynim. Okay, so those are the two things that Shol and, and the Gemara asks. Well, it's kind of strange that we're, the reason the Rav is coming is for two things. Number one, because we weren't Masped Shol properly, and number two, because Shol killed the Givaynim. And the way we explained it was that he didn't really actually kill the Givaynim, but he killed uh, Noivi Arakayanim, and they were charged with taking care of the Givaynim, so Mamela Aide Grama. Now, it turns out, um, I have a, uh, I know somebody who knows Nach. I don't, but I know somebody who knows Nach. And he told me that they're actually, so I didn't look this up, uh, but actually that Shol, Shol and his men actually killed seven Givainim. And we'll see that he, they demanded seven, seven people in retribution. They actually killed seven. All the rest of the Givainim, they caused their death by killing, by killing Naivi Erakayanim. Okay, and as Mepharshim explained that the, the punishment, Shol already got punished for killing Naivi Erakayanim. That's why him and his sons got killed. But the point is that now Klai Yisrael, because they didn't stand up for the, didn't protect the Gevinim, essentially, so we're getting this rub. So now, where we started is, um, so, so that's what we're up to. We'll, we'll just start again from the bottom line of Ayuches Amr Bey. So Amr David, Shal Nafkuluhu is the last, last five words. Amr David, Shal Nafkuluhu Tracer Yarchi Shalsa. That Shal's already gone a long time, so I can't have, a, it's not proper to do a Hespit, and it says here 12 months, but Rashi says, Labdafka Talton Shin, it's close to 30 years. So that's why this story must have been at the end of David's reign. David didn't, I think he didn't become Melech to like 40 or somewhere around there, and he died at 70. So it had to be, this had to be, if that's true, then it had to be somewhat close to his reign. But the point is that he said that it's not proper at this point. It's ein derech kavad lispais acher yud beis like we had in Ma'ikat, and I'm sure we all remember. Okay, and therefore, I can't do anything about the, the lack of hesped for Shul. Okay, but let's talk about the So what did he do? Nesinim, 
Okay, so let me work on the Nesinim, let me get them to kind of uh, give us Mechila, and then we can uh, be Mespaul, and then the Rav will go away. How do I make things right with you guys? So you can... Uh, you know, give a bracha so you can you can bless the, bless it, say that everything is okay, and that Hakadosh Baruch Hu will take away the rub. We don't want anything, except Except what we want is we want the seven uh, sons. We want seven people. That's connected. The seven actually killed, according to my Nach expert. Um, they wanted uh, seven back. Give us seven people from B'nai Shal. V'ukanum Hashem, and we'll hang them. Hashem, we want to kill them. Mephayis v'lei paisinu. So, um, David, David, this was an unacceptable solution for David. So he tried to, he needed to do something, because the Maishah was the rough, so he tried to mephayis them, and it didn't work. So Amar, so David said, okay, it didn't work, and we'll see. He ended up giving them seven sons of B'nai Shal. So Amar, he said, however, at that time, David remarked, Shleisha simanim yesh bu'uma zu. In order, you want to know what the, what the carrying card is for Ka Yisrael? What are the three simanim that you have to have if, to be a yid? That you have to be a rachman, you have to be a baishan, you have to be a gomechasadim. Where do we see this? Okay, that we see that in the fact that there was a, a certain yira on their face. So they're baishanim, they're not, they're not going to be outward. And the third is gomechasadim, dechsev, lamana sheyitzav, esbanav, esbezay, acharav. Okay, there are, um, before I should bring out that it's Kenegad Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, the Midas of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov are Kenegad these three Midas. So what's the point? Okay, and these Gemayim clearly don't have it. They're not being Rachman, they're not being reasonable. Okay, they're, they're demanding um, something that, that, that can't be, that Kaddish Baruch is being a Rav, but this is, and this is what they're demanding. So that's it, finished. They're, they're, they're out. Okay, and that is where the Gzeira came from on the Gevinim that David was Geyser on them. Now we still have to answer, like we said, Rashi said Yeshua did it, and we're going to bring down that Moshe probably as well, so we're going to have to answer that. And we still have to figure out exactly what the Isser of the Gevinim is, because Moshe says it's Aser, but now it seems like it's a Gzeira through Avana, and so, so what, what is it? But we'll get to those two questions. But in the meantime, let's go back to the story. So he took the two sons of Ritzba Bas Aya, Shayodol Lashal, that she was either a wife or a plegish of Shaul, and she birthed him the following sons as Armani v'es mipibayshes. Armani and mipibayshes. Now this mipibayshes, says Tysus, is, there were different mipibayshes, this is not mipibayshes, um, this is not, this is not mipibayshes ben Yehoina's son, ben Shaul, but rather this is a different mipibayshes. Okay, they, apparently they had multiple sons called mipibayshes, and this was the mipibayshes, says Tysus, who was David's Rebbe. So Tesis is so so David gave over essentially his own Rebbe, and Tesis asked, Well, why didn't he ask for Rachman? We'll see he asked for Rachman on others. And uh, Tesis answers, Shema Bikeshulainana. Maybe he was, maybe he was. But this was we've had it in Shas, we've discussed this, that Mipibaishis is David's Rebbe, so he gave over his Rebbe. So that was, those were the first two. Veschamesh bin Michal Bashal and the other five sons of Michal Bashal, Asher Yodala, Adriel ben Barzilai, Hamachulasi. Okay, so well, so why Dafka these seven? So these are the seven sons he gave up. Ramesh Nahani, Amar Huna, that David really, this wasn't a selection that David made that was arbitrary, but rather he passed Hevirum Lifne Arun. He passed Shaul's sons in front of the Arun, Kolsha Arun, Koltai, whoever the Arun grabbed, right? The Arun uh, froze their feet or whatever it was and said, okay, that's it. That's who has to go. So the Arun did the selection, Lemisa. So we just have a little problem over here. 
So it says that the Melech, now this is a different Mipibayshas. There was one, one Mipibayshas that he had passed in front of the Aaron that didn't end up getting selected. Now this is a Mipibayshas ben Yehinas and ben Shal. So again, for my Nach expert, so this is unverified by me, but it's a Nach expert. So if you have a Nach expert, he's probably right. Right? <laughs> if you know those, those types. So anyways, so he says that, uh, no, this is the, in the Machar Chaydesh, Haftarah, so we, we, um, we, we lay this, a, there was a certain friendship between Yohannesan and David. Yohannesan was Ben Shal, and uh, basically Yohannesan told, told David that like, okay, my father's kind of gone off the rails and he's going to kill you, and, and uh, he is out for your blood, right? And they invited him for the, for the, for the pre- uh, and he said, I'm with you, but he made David swear that he's not going to hurt him or his children. So David here had to make sure to protect. This is Mephibosheth ben Yehonasan ben Shal. So Shalei Viray. Okay, so now, so, so what, was the, what was the Vayachmol? So how did he protect him? Shalei Viray. So the Gemara asked, one second, how could David do that? How could, he, how could he just go ahead? Right? What do you mean? If, if that's the selection process, you've got to put them all through. It's not up to you. The Aaron's going to pick who it wants. So, Okay, so no, it did select him. So you're right. So he was originally selected, and then David asked for Rachim. Twitch commercials, one second. So you're telling me that because David arbitrarily chose to ask for Rachim, so that this guy is not going to get killed. Maybe Baisha's Ben Yehida's son, Ben Shol. But that means somebody else is going to have to because they wanted seven. So what right did David have to, to do that? Okay, so Ella Shabikesh Rachamim Shaloi Yikatlenu Ha'arain. He says, okay, so he asked for Rachamim like pre, so we don't know. We don't know if he would have been selected at all, but when they were lining up in Eshol to pass him in front of the Aaron, David Davin that the Aaron should not be Kailed him, and the Aaron was never Kailed him. Now, would the Aaron have been Kailed him? We have no idea. But it's not, you know, it's not something where we can point to and say, ah, oh, he, 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 he saved that guy and he killed, he killed another one. Okay, Vahaksiv, so the Gemara says, okay, one second, but in general, how could Akash Prophet allow these seven sons to be killed? Vahaksiv, Layumsu Avaisalbanim. This was the chet of Shul. So, Layumsu Avaisalbanim. We're not going to kill children for the sins of the fathers, for what their fathers did. That will remove words of the Torah, and there are some of us that say that it's the Loi. Isachas, right? We'll take rid, we'll get rid of light, and it's Yumsu Abbasabanim. We'll remove that ice in order for what? That we shouldn't have a Chil Shemayim. What's the Chil Shemayim? Zakt Rashi, Sheyua Umais, Imrim, Ain Umazu, Ruuyuli Davikba. These are a bad nation of people. Why? Shaharei Pashtu Yudim, Begerim Litomazan, Asayim, Valeyasu, Bahem Nakama. That they killed them. To get to the Mizainas, and and there was no nobody stood up for the rights of these. Essentially, these were second class citizens in time of Kaisal, right? They were that, that's who they were. They were they were not they were not to be mixed with, separately kept apart. We'll see why. We'll discuss. Make sure we don't marry them. Okay. So they were second class citizens, and they were relegated to be avadim, wood choppers and water drawers, right? The the of the lowest class of people. And uh, the king comes and kills them all. What kind of nation is that? So th- that, that's a bad look, and therefore it's better to be uh, meaning to the lo yumsu of isabanim and, and, and have a yumsu of isabanim. Okay, now what happens? So anyway, so they get hung. The seven sons get hung. Okay, so this is Ritzba Basaya, who's the mother of two of these. It's Asak. She takes sackcloth, and she brought it to the rock where they were, where they were hung. Now they were hung for the zman of from Shavuos time all the way until Sukkot. Ketzir chitim is Shavuos time. And Itachamayim, that is the rainy season, so that would be Tishrei time. So that's a long period of time to leave bodies hanging. 
Okay, so she she put on the sackcloth to make sure that no 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 um no birds would pick at their bodies at their corpses. The But here's our point: How could how could they hang the bodies for so long? When you hang somebody, when somebody gets when somebody gets misa uh, when they when they get hung, you got to take them down right away. You can't leave them sitting up there. So Amr Rav Yechanan Mishra Rabbi Shimon Bar Yitzchak the same answer. Mutav Shetei Akar Is Achas Benatayra again the loy. Viiskade Shem Shemayim Befarhesya. Okay, that again the Shem Shemayim. Why? What's the Shem Shemayim? Show we like we said. Show you Oyrim Veshavim Oyrim because the people that come they come back and forth. So they they come and they say Matibon Shel Elu. What's going on? Why are these people hanging up there? Halalu Bnei Malachim Heim. Ah, they're the sons of kings. Moasu, what they do? Pashti name begerim gerurim. They 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 violated, they killed, or they enabled the mass genocide of gerim gerurim. Okay, now this gerim gerurim is a lashon of like they weren't even real gerim; they were like quasi gerim. Okay, Amru ain't the chauma shiruudi dabik because wow. What, what a nation, right? One the other. If this is what we're going to do to the king's sons who are beating up on quasi gayrim to their religion, wow, that's pretty good. So imagine what, what, what would happen if it was just a regular person did it. We want to be part of this nation. And 150,000 people joined the ranks of Klai Yisrael, Shalem Rabbi Yehuda, Shalem Shalem Elef, Neisei Savol. So Shalem had 70,000 laborers who carried stuff from Shalem Elef, Chatzuv Bahar, and 80,000 miners. So again, as we see that they ended up with a lot more of them. In fact, the Gemara Vidilma Yisrael Havu, maybe they were Jewish workers. They know that Shlomo did not enslave any of the Bnei Yisrael. Vidilma Dugzer Ba'alma, okay, maybe they weren't about them, maybe they were hired workers, that's what we mean. We're not talking, you know, they weren't about them, and they maybe, but they, maybe they weren't Gerim. Elamehacha, where do we see that the fact that these 150,000 people who came were Gerim? So again, we see that they were Gerim. It says, Okay, so we see that they were Gerim, like we said, Okay, so before we move on, we just have one question, which is, I thought that we didn't accept Gerim at the time of Davin and Shlema, right? We've had that, had that idea before. And Tesis on Chavdalad, where we had that idea a little while back, says that. So he addressed Bas Power, which we had, but which the Gemara itself addresses. So how could the Gemara on Davin say that you don't have Gerim? So he answers, We didn't formally make them Gerim. They said, we're coming. And like by Mordechai and Esther. So it wasn't the fact that we went through and formally did, but they came and joined. Again, we see that idea here where they became like these, they weren't fully integrated Gerim, but they, they wanted to just join, they wanted to join, they wanted to be associated with Kal Yisrael. And they came on their own and did their own thing. Okay, anyways, now back to our question at hand. So we said, why, what happened with the Nesinim? We told the story, okay. And they hanged the Shev So the Nesinim, David Gazar Lehm, Moshe Gazar What are you talking about? Who, was it David? It was Maisha. Why? 
Okay, we see that, that in Atem Nitzavim Hayyim Kulchem, Moshe is sitting there. In Moshe's times already, there were, uh, right, in, in, the, in the Kulchem is Chaytiv Etzecha, Chev Mechas, wood choppers and water drawers. So the Gemara answers, Moshe Gazala Hudara, David Gazala Kulei Dara. Okay, that Moshe was Gazer for that Dar, meaning the ones that were there at that time. Now, it's just a little interesting because we're saying Givainim. The whole concept of Givainim didn't exist until Yeshua's time. I mean, the, the, as far as people coming in. So you have to say that there was some other, this idea, the concept was pioneered by Moshe in that Dar. That we're going we're gonna to take people who are Gerim Gerurim, who aren't full Gerim, and make them, in, keep them relegated to being woodchoppers so they don't associate and integrate into Ka Yisrael. Okay? David, so that was Moshe in that dar. David Gazar Lukule Dara. Frak the Gemara, what do you mean? David and Moshe, what about Yeshua? Like we said, Vakati Yeshua Gazar Layu. Dechseh, Vayitinem Yeshua. That's actually where they got their name. Nesinem, Vayitinem Yeshua. Vayemahu, Chaytve Eitzim Veshevim, Ayim Le'edelon, Zbeach Hashem. So the Gemara answers, yeah, Yeshua Gazar Bezman Shemesim Ektash Hayakayim. David Gazar Bezman Shemesim Ektash Kayim. So what happened was like this. Moshe created this concept saying that we have these Gerim Gerurim ideas. They, what, what should they be? Chaytve Eitzim Veshevim Ayim. And um, Yeshua said, okay, that we're going to carry this idea in the times of the Gevainim, Gevainim, the Nesinim, that we're going to have this idea of them being second classes and as long as Beis HaMikdash is around. And David said it's going to be forever. Okay, and therefore they were all part, all part of it. The answer is yes, they were all geyser and different for different time periods for this concept. Now, before we move on, there's just a couple problems here. And Tesis says that... that um, on Daf, for instance, on Daf Ayin Ches, Rava brought in, we had, was it oh, Ayin Vav? Sorry, on Ayin Vav, we brought in this idea of Loisis Chatin Bum, right? We had Mutter So we have issues of Loisis Chatin Bum. So the question is, and like our Mishnah said, Mamzeim Vinisinim, Asurim Vinisinim, Now we've, we've had, we've had Mitzri, Adaimi, Amaini, Amainis, we never had Nisinim, and in fact, based on, on the, just the story and this idea, and the, they're part of the Zion Um, right? Who were they? They were people who were living in original inhabitants of Eretz Canaan when B'nai Israel came in, so they, we were Nisgayer them. So the question is, what is the Isser now on these Givayim? What is their status? It sounds like, on the Pasha reading, the Rashi explains it, is, it sounds like Yeshua's Makabalim as Gerim, so that Gerus worked, and if so, there's now Gezeira Durabanon, essentially, that made them into, into Chaytve Eitzim and Shevim Mayim, not to marry them. And that, so, and there's no, it sounds like there's no longer an Isser of Leisachatin Bum, which would require, which, which would fall on. on. So, and that's the Pasha, the way Rashi seems to be saying over here. And that is, that is the Rambam's understanding as well. Then the Sinim is Isser Midurabanon. Leisachatin, the Isser of Leisachatin, Da Raisa is only on people who never went through Geiris. But however, if you went through a Geiris, like here, they went through a Geiris, Yeshua Lemaisa was Makabal the Geiris, okay, and therefore the Gezerah was that afterwards, afterwards, David was Geiser that they should, be, well, David and, and Yeshua and Moshe were Geiser that they should be Avadim, okay, this idea, and so we see that there is a concept of Chasnas. However, Taisa says that no, Midar Raisa, they're still part of the Zion Amamim, and they have the, and they have an iser, meaning what's the practical iser if somebody were to marry them? They're not considered uh, gerim in that regard. Now, what does it mean that we were makabal them and we made them avadim? We made them avadim that the, the whole gezerah wasn't to not marry them. The gezerah was to make sure that they're going to be 
avadim. Okay, that the whole gzera was the advos, uh, the avdos of chayt ve'etzim, and that's the way the Rabbi Tam explains it. The other rishonim, there's four shitas here. The other rishonim say that the Ramban, the Ramban, the Ritva, and the Rashba say that the first, the first generation, like they split it. The first generation, the first generation was an isur daraisa of leisus chatinbam, just that isur dar because it was written in the Torah. <clears throat> and why? Because it never said, by that one, it never said Deiris, right? We had Mamzer Adoylam, we had different ones, it said Deiris. How many Deiris? Three Deiris from Mitzri, okay, so Deiris Shlishi. So it never said Deiris, and therefore, um, the first Deiris Daraisa, and Moshe was now Gazar on their children that were alive at the time, since it was only the first generation that was a problem. He said that they, Kedela um, Harchikam, okay? So really, that Midaraisa was the only problem with the first generation. After the first generation, it was okay. Um, Moshe was geyser on their children. Yeshua extended it for the Zman Beis Abikdash, Kayam, and then David extended it from there. Now, the, thir- the, the, the fourth um, Shita is the Shita Saraivad, which says, very interesting idea here, that the Geirus initially, um, if there would be a full... The initial Geras that Yeshua gave them wasn't a full, it was like an incomplete Geras. And if they would have done a subsequent Geras to kind of complete the process, then it would have actually worked. So therefore, they themselves are Asr Daraisa, but they could have done another Geras, like to kind of finish it off, to, to fully integrate. The Gzera was... What was the Xera of Moshe, Yeshua, and David was that we're not going to allow them to do that final Gerus to complete the process. So Yeshua made them partial Gerim, and the Xera was not to finish it. So that's how I have an understanding of exactly, um, or at least according to the different shitas, the range of who these Gevayim were. And the answer is like a lot of things you'll learn by the time you get through is, you know, is, it's a machlekes, exactly what their status is. So it can go range anywhere from an Isra Daraisa to Xera Darabonon and the like. Okay, so now, anyways, Bimei Rebbe, so let's, now what happens? Bimei Rebbe, so we said, there was, there was some sort of idea, and you have to explain this according to the ones that say, it's in Sudar Raisa, so then we're going to see that there were, Bimei Rebbe, Bikshu Lahatir Nesinim. We wanted to be Matar Nesinim. So according to the ones that say it's in Isra, we can't be Matar in Sudar Raisa, so you have to say that we, they wanted to undo the Abdus part of it, the part that we made them into Chait Ve'etzim and Sheyei Ve'mayim, etc. Okay, so... So Rebbe said to them, sorry, Rebbe, So the thing was like this. When Yeshua made them, it wasn't just that that's, no, they had specific jobs, they had responsibilities. They had to draw water and chop wood for the people, but they also were responsible for doing it for the Mizbeach. And that was part of the way it was set up. So Rebbe says like this, Chalkenu Natir, so you're right, we can decide, you know what, we no longer, we're no longer going to use these Avadim, we're no longer going to use these Avadim in our personal lives, but the Mizbeach, they had responsibilities to the Mizbeach, so we can't completely free them of their status. Chalk Mizbeach Miyatir. Okay, and therefore you can't do that. Now, that would argue who says that the part of the responsibility of these nesinim to be that they had to the public, that is always going to be asr. Chelik mizbeach, that's only going to, they only had a, a reshiba, a responsibility to the mizbeach, and therefore that would, have, that would have come off automatically as soon as Beis was destroyed. In the times of Rebbe already, there was no, obviously no, no Beis anymore. Okay, so therefore, um, he, this would, Rebbe would have argued on the Shavchia, because according to the way Rebbe was saying it, there would have been no problem with allowing it. And Tesis addresses over here, 
uh, why it's not, what do you mean, Bezdin was geyser. And we, what do we know? Ain't Bezdin, Rishai, right? Uh, ain't, ain't, they're not able to, Ain't Bezdin, Rabbi Levatel, Bezdin, Chavir, Elam, Kain, Gadol, Menu, Bechachim, Minyan. Okay, so why over here, what was the Havamina to go ahead and allow him to do this? And Tesla says that, Ain't Zem, Mavatel, Debrei, Bezdin, Chavir, the Hefker, Bezdin, Haya Hefker. The point is that we weren't going, and the way they, they explained this, the way Mefarshim explained this, is that we're not, we're, we weren't undoing the, the din, the iser, it's what was the gzera was the sheba to make them work. So we can decide, you know what? We're no longer going to have them work for us. It's not a, a bittle of the iser. It's a bittle of the status or relegating them to be second class citizens. Okay, now back to Yavamas, regularly scheduled programming. Amar Rabbi Yeshua, Shemati Shasris Chalitz. I heard that a sritz can do chalitza, v'chalitz in the ishtai. And let's say you have, let's say the guy who died was a was a sris. So now the brother is not a sris, so you do chalitza to his wife as well. And I also heard, I heard it both ways. It seems to be conflicting. I heard that you, a sris, you do chalitza. Either if the brother is a sris, meaning the alive brother is a sris, he would do chalitza. Or if the dead brother who died was a sris, then the live brother who's not a sris would still do chalitza. And then I heard also, Okay, I don't, um, I, I don't know how to explain this. Um, Rabbi Akiva. So it's interesting. The Gilead Shas points this out, and we had this. We had the same lashon in the good times in Psachim. Shemati Etmuras Chatos. Rabbi Shua said the same thing. Beinli Lafarish. It was like in the uh, where was it? Pay. Tzadi Vav. Right. That was. I think that that might have been right before. No, it was around Purim time. Okay, but if you remember, we had the whole Tzmur uh, Chata. So anyways, Rabbi Shua also said a similar in there. Rabbi Gross says that uh, he brought down a... a, a, a you'll see, if, you, if you're on the uh, chat, you'll see he had a nice shot on exactly why Dafka Rabbi Shua is saying, I heard, I don't remember, Shamati, but I don't remember. That he says that his mother, he goes through uh, for a few minutes, but he says that his mother used to have him when he was a baby, he used to keep him parked in the... Yeshua's mother used to keep him parked in the base medrash, and therefore that's why he was Shamati. I heard, but I don't remember. What is it? What if the Tom Chacham hears and doesn't remember? If he's, I mean, that's just, so here maybe it's good. He wants to say that it's, these are the things that he heard when he was a baby. But, anyways, I'm Rabbi Akiva. Ani Efarish. Don't worry. I'll explain to you this theory over here. This idea of that you're saying a Sris is a Barchalitza and is not a Barchalitza. Sris Adam Chalitz for Chalitzan Le'ishtai. So a Sris Adam can do Chalitza and you would do Chalitza to a wife of a Sris. Adam who died, meaning if it's a man-made, this is going to be important. Rabbi Kiva holds, since he had a shasa kosher, therefore, we're going to do chalitza to him. Somebody that came out of the womb like that, so then, uh, they did not, since there was no shasa kosher, you're not going to do chalitza to him. Rabbi Lezer, Eimer, Loiki, no. The other way around. They were born that way. It's possible they'll get healed. Now we have a story. That's going to go like Rabbi Akiva's version, which says that a Sris Adam can. It was a Ben Sris Adam. So we see here that again, when Rabbi, when Rabbi Shua heard something, Rabbi Akiva was mefarish. It's saying Sris Adam 
you can't, is a bar chalitza, is a bar yibam, and like we'll see this in a second over here, it just said yibam, and um, sris chama is not. Why? Because it had a shasa kaiser. Now, hasris, a sris can't do, we'll have to see who this is going like, the Gemara will address it tomorrow. Hasris so if you had whatever, whichever sris was not a bar chalitza and he did chalitza, we're saying it doesn't passel the yivintoi the kuhuna since he's not a bar chalitza. The chalitza doesn't do anything. Bala, if he does, if he's bail again, if his sris is bail the lady when she wasn't falling to yibam, then what is the lady? It's aishas ach shalim makametzva. So therefore, pasla mibeshe bilas nus. That's a bilas nus. Again, the sris that does not have the mitzvah, the sris is the not of the mitzvah, that's going to be a bilas nus, eshes hachshel makam mitzvah, and therefore, like we know, makes her a zaina, and will passel her to kuhuna. V'chein eilonis shecholtzu la'achin. So again, if there was an eilonis, so cholzu la'achin, one of the brothers, her husband dies, the brothers does chalitza, she is not a bas yibum, and the brother does chalitza, loy pasla, again, it doesn't passel her to kuhuna, because chalitza if there's no yibam, there's no if, there's, if she's not if she's not other yibam, she's not other chalitza, she's not other chalitza, and the chalitza is nothing. Then we don't have the. It's actually din derabanan of 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 pasling her to kuhuna because of chalitza. But bala pasla. However, if he is bail her, the brother is again. It's yibam shleim makamitzvah. It would pasle her for kuhuna. May she be lasay Okay. So now we said that just to just to speak this out. So Rabbi Akiva holds. That Sris Adam is a bar chalitza. Either it's the two sides, right? Either if the if the brother, if the let's say Ruvain was the husband, okay, Ruvain died, he was a regular guy, his wife falls to Shimon, Shimon is a Sris. If it's a Sris Adam, then he is a bar uh, a, a bar yibum, and really bar chalitza, which the Gemara is going to address. Okay, so here's the problem that. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva holds, we know famous sheet is Rabbi Akiva, that chayve lamin is chayve krisis, which means that if someone is a sris adam, so that is a chayve lav, lo yavoy. Tzuadaka, right? We had, lo yavoy. So, v'chayve krisis lav b'nei chalitza, v'yibum ninhu. So, according to Rabbi Akiva, chayve lavin are like chayve krisis, which means that kedushin isn't typhus, which means that they wouldn't fall to yibum at all. So, why over here, would Rabbi Akiva say that, uh, that when, he, when he heard Yeshua Shamati, Rabbi Akiva said, Ah, Sris Adam is a bar chalitza. What are we talking about? That Ruvain was married to a Giyaris. And therefore, and what is Rabbi Akiva Savalak Rabbi that holds? That holds Kalgarim is Loyakrikal. Okay, and therefore, the point is that a Pitsuadaka, right, a Sris Bidei Adam is allowed to marry a Giyaris. It's Loyava Bakal Hashem, but can't marry a Giyaris because Kal Gerim Loyikri Kal. They're not considered, um, uh, they're not considered Kahal. So Iachi, Frak the Gemara. Okay, so why did the Mishnah say that Chol, right? Amar Rabbi Shua, Shamati Shashris Chodetz Vachotzen Leishtai. And what did Rabbi Kiva say? Sris Adam Chodetz Vachotzen Leishtai. I don't understand. If, if it was a perfectly legitimate marriage, Ruvain, who was a Sris Adam married a Giyaris, and that is a perfectly fine marriage. So then why did we say Dafka Chalitza? Now you have a woman who's a Giyaris. She was married to a Sris. That was a legitimate marriage. The, the Sris died. So she falls to the Sris's brother. 
Why can't he do Yibam to her? So the Gemara says, The Gemara says, Yeah, it's a lot of dafka when it said Chaylitz. It really means Yibam. Since Rabbi Yeshua held Chaylitz, meaning Rabbi Yeshua held that you do Chalitza dafka. Why? Explains Rashi. Because Rabbi Yeshua holds that Kal Gerim Mikri Kal. And therefore, Kal Gerim Mikri Kal. And therefore, it's a... It's a marriage to a chayvei lav. Rabbi Yeshua doesn't hold that there is no, in fact, Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua is the most machmashi that he holds in Kedushin Tyson only if it's a chayvei Mrs. Bezdin. But Rabbi Yeshua holds that chayvei lav and Kedushin is Tyson. But it's like any Yibam situation that involves a chayvei lav. Okay, there's no way he must, and, and therefore, even if he was married to a Giyaris, again, Rabbi Yeshua holds, like Rabbi Yehuda, that Kal Gerim Ikri. Kal, and therefore, this marriage would be a chayv marriage, and therefore, you could dafka only do chalitza. To the one that you're allowed, the, to the one that cholten, cholten le'ishtai, that would be dafka chalitza, not ibum. So since Rabbi Yeshua had to say chalitz, amar ihu nami chalitz. So Rabbi Akiva said chalitz as well, but really, according to Rabbi Akiva, you could do yibim deka nami. How do we see that you could talk to yibim according to Rabbi Akiva? The ketani, hey, Rabbi Yeshua ben Besera, abe megusa shayib yushalayim, because we had in our Mishnah, sris adam, so we see clearly in our Mishnah that the story to support that we brought to support Rabbi Akiva was a case of Yibam. So we see that when Rabbi Akiva in a situation like we just explained, how do you have a situation of a Sris Adam where she, she would be a Bas Chalitza or Bas Yibam if the original brother was a Sris, okay? Or I guess if the Yavam is also a Sris, either way, the thing is like this, if we're talking about a Gieris over here, there's no problem. Okay, which now means, and we just, just want to speak this out quickly. So, we, we said, according to Rabbi Akiva, let's just understand, we're dealing in Rabbi Akiva Shita, and pretty much we're going to stay in Rabbi Akiva Shita until the end of the, until the, end of the Umbud over here. We'll bring up one Kasha or Belaz. Rabbi Akiva holds that Sris Chama, that Sris Chama is going to be a problem. Sris Adam had a Shasa Kaisher and is not going to be. And would be a bas chalitza bas yibam. Again, you have to deal with the marriage and Rabbi Akiva Tzchadilavin, and uh, whether it's you know it's chalitza and yibam and gera. Fine. So, and we're going to come to ask on that very shortly. But the point is that a sris adam, because it was a shasa kosher, is sris chama is not. And the Rambam explains that the reason why sris chama is because since it was born that way, it, since it never had a shasa kosher, it's considered a different barrier. That's, it's considered a different, it's a different breed, and therefore, Sris Chama and Rabbi Kiva, no. Okay, now, what about Sris Adam? So the problem is like this, and the Gemara is kind of going to address this later, but let's just, just understand this kind of now. And it, this is something fundamental to the idea of Yibam, and this is not something that was the first time we're going to have this, and you could probably, if you think back, you could probably find many examples of this. Lamaisa, what's the point of Yibam? So we think it's Lachim Lachiv, right? It's Zer Lachiv, right? So now, we're saying that a, over here, we're talking about a Sris. If the brother is a Sris Adam, Lamaisa, he can't have children. So why does the fact that he had a Shas HaKosher, why is, why does it, who cares in Rabbi Akiva? And it's something fundamental to the idea of even, yes, even though the idea here is that the Hakim L'Achiv Shem, Zara Shem, however, the criteria is not that the, the Bilas Yibum should be able to produce a child. That is not a requirement for Yibam. It has to be somebody who is a Barzer. And if we look at Taisus Daf Chaf says, He doesn't have to be ready for that. Okay, that we don't need a Bia 
We don't need a bia that's really like Hamashem. We need the people to have been and since he had a Shasa Kaisher, so therefore he is his, his tag is, that's the way to understand this, since he's a Srisadam, Adam, his tag is somebody who is Roy Lahakam Hashem. Even though practically speaking he isn't right now, but since he had a Shasa Kaisher, that was his label, that's how he was labeled, and therefore he could be a Bar Yibam, even though we know there's not going to be a Bia that will produce a child. So that's how to understand Sris Adam in, in Rabbi Lazar, it's a lot easier. Rabbi Lazar holds that Sris Adam is Aser, because you can't have children, Sris Chama could get healed, and therefore you allow it. But in Rabbi Akiva, really, you have to think about that, right? Well, what do you mean? If the whole, so the answer is that we have this idea, and it's true that the Iser, that the, the Torah said that the point is however the requirement is that it's a person who is a barakamaz and therefore we've had many instances right hara is, is going to be kind of yivimtai right even though hara you can't is not mazria you can't have a child there so we see you don't need a bia dafka that is going to produce a child you just need it has to be parties involved need to be people and since he had a shas kasha, that's the way to understand this. So now let's just ask a kasha, some kashas and some territory just to understand. So this idea. So again, we said that Rabbi Kiba holds a sris adam is a bar chalitza. By the way, bar yibam too. How? Because, how do we work that out? Because the problem is, daka, you have a chayv elav. How do we work it out? We said that the brother or the woman in question here is a giyaris. And he, Rabbi Kiba holds that a giyaris is not considered kahal. And therefore, they're mutter to marry a sris. So either way, we could have a chalitza or yibim situation. Masav rabba, really? That's what we're talking about. Ptsu adaka, krushavcha. Sris adam, vahazakein, oichotz and amiyabin. So rabba, we had this price so way back in the beginning of the Masechta, but ptsu adaka, krushavcha, sris adam, vahazakein, oichotz and amiyabin. They can do chalitza or yibim. Okay, so if we're saying sris adam can do chalitza or yibim, then who are we talking to? Whose sheet are we in? Who holds that a Sris Adam could do Chalitzer Yibam? It has to be Rabbi Akiva. Sris Adam could do Chalitzer Yibam, right? So now, Ketzad. So what's the story? Mesu Vlehem Nashim. So let's say the Ruvain, the guy who was married, was, was a Sris Adam, and he had a wife, Vlehem Achim, and he had his brother, Vamdu Achim, Vasu Maimer, Vinishaseim. Okay, the brothers stand up, they do Maimer, they start the Yibam process, Vinas Nuget, Aisha Cholzu, Masha Asu Asu. What again, we see she is a Bas Yibam or Chalitza. So the brothers proceed. As per a normal one, the imbalukano. Okay, so we see that even yibum. Okay, we have to be going Rabbi Kiva. We're talking about a stress adam over here. Now mesu achin va'amduhein. So let's say the bra mesu mesu achin va'amduhein. Let's say there were other there were so let's say it originally started with a full brother. Now let's say the stress brother shows up va'asu ma'ir b'neshaseim v'nasnu geta chelzu. Again, so now really what the case we're talking about over here is the husband was not a stress. There was a brother who started the process. Okay, and then the brother, or the brother, well, there was a brother who died. Let's say Baal Lukanu, and then the brother died, and there was another brother who was a Sris. The point is, a Sris is doing Gibam or Chalitza. What's the point? The Imbalukanu. So now we're saying like this if the Sris is Baal the Yavama, Sris Adam, so we, don't, we know we're going to Rabbi Akiva. Bas Yibam and Chalitza is Baal in Baal Lukanu, but Vaasur Lakaimam Mishum Shenem Arleibab Tzadaka Kushavam Kal Hashem Alma Bakalaskinon. So we have to be talking about somebody who is part of the Kahal. So again, we're saying who is the Shita that says Sris Adam is a Bas is a Bas Yibam and Chalitza? That's Rabbi Akiva. And we're saying over here now that we can't be dealing. Why? Because we're saying you have to get rid of them. 
Well, the question is, in Rabbi Akiva, if he's the man that holds Sris Adam, is a Bas Yibam, I don't understand. If you hold Chayvei Lavin, then she wouldn't be a Bas Yibam at all. So what are you talking about? We see even not by a Bas Gar you would have it. So Ella, I'm a Rabba. Rabba says, that what happened over here, that really, let's, let's assume we're talking about the case of where the, the, um, the brother was the Sris, not the husband. The husband dies, okay? And the brother was totally fine. She fell to Yibam. And then the brother became a Sris Adam. So since it was in the field of the Yibam, that's why, um, that's why, so that's why it, she's still a Bas Yibam. Even though there's an Isser afterwards, the Yichi of Yibam came first. One second. We see that the Isser, if it's a, if it's not a marriageable Isser, if Kedushin is not Typhus, and according to Rabbi Kiva, Kedushin isn't Typhus for Chayvelavin, so I don't care that the Zika came first. What do you mean? We learned that was a case. Let's say you had a, a brother, right? You had two brothers, Reuben and Shimon. Reuben is married to a Gedolah lady. Shimon is married to a Katana, Kedushin de Rabbanon. And what did we say? That what happens to a Yibam that ends up with a Kedushin not Typhus situation, right? According to, according to what we said, according to that Tana, the, what, the guy who has the Kedushin to the younger sister who is a katana, he'll wait until she's older, he's bile her, she becomes his full wife, and then what happens, Lama Freya? Ruvain's wife the, is, is Paka from Yibam. So we see that if, enters, if you enter into a situation which creates, if you enter into a situation which creates with their sisters, so if you enter into a situation which creates Kedusha not being Typhus, even though she was Nifal Yibam first, it's Paka, goes away. So too over here, why does it help that the brother died that both, there were no Srisim, the woman falls to Yibam, and then he became a Sris. Oh, that's why you have to reckon, that's why she's a Basi Yibam Chalitza. What are you talking about? If according to Rebbe Kiva, Chai Lavin, and Kedushin Tyson, so then, as soon as he's a Ptsuadaka, the Yibam is Paka, should go away. So, Alma Asi Yisra Achesisha, Vadachi Achenami, Nesi Yisra Ptsuadaka Benedchi. So, El Amr Rav Yisra, we have to say another answer. Hai Tanach, Tanach, Be'er Kiva, He, Dabar Mechai Lavin, De She'er Hare Mamzer. Have a mamzer. That you want to know which Rabbi Akiva? There's different versions of Rabbi Akiva. We had this. There's a version of Rabbi Akiva who holds Chayvei Lavin, all Chayvei Lavin, Chayvei Lavin of Sheher. There's a Rabbi Simoy who holds even Chayvei Asay in Kedushin Tyson. This version of Rabbi Akiva that we're dealing with, this Tana Rabbi Akiva, is the one who holds that only Chayvei Lavin de Sheher have a mamzer, and Chayvei Lavin de Gredi loy have a mamzer. Okay? So again, now we answer. So you want to know what was our question? Our whole question was how could Rabbi Akiva hold the Sris Adam? It's loy of Psuadaka. It can't be talking about Gears because we had a Brysa. We can't be talking about Geiris and it's not like Rikal. What are we talking about? You're right. It's a Chagalad. However, this version of Rikiva who said Sris Adam does do Chalitza is the one that holds only Chagalad in the She'er. This is not a Chagalad in the She'er. This is not an Isser marriage. Chagalad in the She'er. This is a Layav Tzuadaka situation. It's not a Araya situation. So now, just the Gemara has one final question. Ikrikan. So the Gemara asks, what do you mean? I don't understand. He can't produce children. How could a Rabbi Kiva say that Isris Adam could do Yibam? Um, Rava, so Rava doesn't answer the question, but he answers the question with a question. What does he say? So guess what? That is not a requirement because every person that dies, right before they die, 
they become a stress. They become incapable. Rashi is a kayach. That they had, they, they're incapable physically to produce children two seconds before they die. So they all became a stress before they die. And yet we see being a stress is not an inhibitor to prevent Yibam, it depends on the situation. Again, Rabbi Kiva is a stickler for Shasa Kaisha. You have to have been, and if you want to go with how Tesis understands it on Dabchaf, you have to be somebody who is a bar Yibam, even though you're not, poss- you're not capable, you're a Swiss right now. Except that there's just one Kasha, just to finish up. Rabbi Lazar holds the other way. Rabbi Lazar says that a Swiss Adam is going to be Asr, Ainle Rafua, Swiss Chama has a Rafua. So the question is like this. Rabbi Lazar, Pirka Durava Pirchahi. Or piruka, the answer that Rava, gave, that Rava gave, meaning the answer, which was a question on the question, which is saying that everybody becomes a stress before they die. Well, if everybody becomes a stress before they die, according to Rebbe that's a problem. Rebbe Lazar held the only reason why a stress chama is a bar yim chalitza is why? Is because it's, it's healable. What's a stress chama? Somebody mimei Rashi said. So it's, it, well, over here, if everybody comes a stress, then it's going to be a problem. I don't understand. Again, Rabbi Akiva holds, what do I care about that you had a shasa kosher? According to Rabbi no. It has to be something that is curable. And since it's not curable, everybody becomes a shush before death. So why is there chalitza at all? How do you ever have chalitza? So the Gemara answers that Rabbi Lazar would answer, hasam kichusha da'aschilo be. That it's not really a sris. Yes, it manifests itself as srisim, meaning can't, physically can't produce children. But a person that's at the beginning stages of death and therefore can't have a child, that's not attributable to him being a sris. That's the beginning of kichusha des aschalabe. It's the beginning of the death process. It's not the geder sris, and therefore that is not going to be a problem. He is somebody who's dying. He can't have children, yes, but he's not a sris adam. He is a person who began the beginning stages, or he's about to die. And therefore it's in a different category, and therefore it will be okay.